Boy, Trey, forever, baby. Man, it's your boy, artist. Yeah, the gap too deep. Are you we are here, we are here, um, and I've been waiting on this one because this guy is a true artist, a true uh, rock star, a true uh, person who, who is true to himself, I feel like, and, and really puts it in the music. And I always felt it. I don't know why, I just always felt it and really like enjoyed it when I've seen him perform and seen him doing his, doing his thing. And I don't get to see him often, Cause he always somewhere doing his thing. We got Don Dark on the building. How we doing, man? How you? I've been waiting on this one. I said, I literally, I literally put this on Facebook. I said, the only two people I'm waiting on is Don Darko and Eli Nat. I got one, Eli. Eli, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> but um, how are you, man? I'm doing good for real. I'm every day a blessing for real. That's all I like to say for real. For real shit. And you just, you coming off a big win. I ain't gonna lie. You coming off the Grammys. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. You, we just, we just seen you just, brand, just, yeah. And you literally there. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So how, t can you kind of like, I want to open it up with that one. Like, how did that come about? Man, it was, it was, it was, it's, it was insane. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's a wild story. Like. Oh, we got time we, to do it. Yeah, <laughs> we was, uh, so me and my brother, uh, Don Carlos. Yeah, Shout we, out to Don Carlos. Yeah, we, we was out and uh, we took a little trip out to L.A. I called him up one day. I'm like, hey, bro, we're going to L.A. I'm like, I'm like, because I'm planning on moving there in, in April or March. So I'm like, hey, we going to L.A. We going for a week. You coming or not? He like, yeah, I bet I'm coming. This is like two weeks before I left. I already had my ticket and everything. Wow. He came over to my house, bought his ticket. He like, all right, bet. So we just going out to film content, get, uh, you know what I mean? Get, get get some videos in, meet some people, mm -hmm. finalize some shit that's been in the works for a minute. Mm -hmm. And pretty much we ended up flying out there. Uh, uh, and the last two days we were there, um, we ran into this producer and he was telling us about the Grammys the whole time. Mind you, we didn't even know the Grammys was going on down there because I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, like, we don't, I don't keep up with that type of stuff. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't really watch TV too much, so I don't, I don't, I don't be hip to that type of shit. So. Mm -hmm. He's telling everybody down there, that's all they're talking about the whole time in there, the Grammys, the Grammys, ah, the Grammys, that and LeBron uh, getting ready to score his uh, the uh, 38,000. He was there that time? Yeah, too. yep. Wow. And so we're like, fuck it, that must be a sign. Like, we, that, that's God telling us through something. That's one of God's messengers telling us, like, hey, we need to we need to go go to the Grammys. Just so happened we ended up talking to the producer friend we was with. He's like, oh, yeah, the Grammys, he's talking about like it's nothing. He's like, oh, yeah, I got y'all. Come, uh, <laughs> I, I come here, this, the, ah, good. Coming to 1111 Figueroa Street, we going, ah, call, call me when you get there. We're like, all right, bet. Ended up uh, catching an Uber out there. It was about an hour away from where we was at. Mm -hmm. Get out there, call him. Couldn't get a hold of him at first. Took us like two hours because we're like, this dude's big time. So we're like, ah, he probably not. He probably spinning us. Like, you wow. know, I'm trying to hear it. So you, you, but you stuck in there. Yeah, yeah. And I ain't going to let a crazy thing is I was ready to leave. I was ready to go home. I was wow. like, let's go back to the hotel, bro. It's a dead mission. Like, 
dude is capping, like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't working. My brother, he like, nah, bro. He's like, nah. He's like, we ain't going. He's like, bro, I got faith. He's like, nigga, you believe in God? I got faith in my God, bro. He said, we staying. He said, we getting in there. We going. Like, like, dude, like, you know what I mean? This ain't for no reason. So I'm like, all right, bet. Ended up going to a bar across the street, just sitting down, having some drinks. And then, boom, his phone rings. We get a call. Dude's like, yeah, ah, come to this entrance. Go to the entrance. He's standing there with security, ready to let us in and everything. Go in. What? Everything cool. And I and, and this is 10 minutes before, and I'm ready to go. I'm like, and my brother told me, he damn near ready to tell me, like, shit, if you want to go back, go back. I'm, I'm, we getting in. I'm trying to tell you we getting in. And I'm kind of in disbelief for him. And, like, I believe, but I was just fed up. I'm ready to go. Like, ended up dugging it out. Boom, get that phone call, and then we in there. And, and then from that moment on, it was just like, God just kept blessing us and just kept, wow. boom, dude, introducing us to people. It's like, oh, yeah, these are the people I was telling y'all about. Ah, ah. Next thing you know, fucking an hour and a half, two hours later, we done got all these connections in our phone, all these verified people, all these just, just blessings. Like, And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the studio after this. Y'all want to come over and, and make some music? We're like, hell, yeah, bet. Ended up leaving there, catching an Uber out to us. Uh, it's called Woodland Hills. It's just past, like, uh, Calabasas and Topanga. And we go out there. We ended up staying out there for like all, and it felt like it felt, it felt like forever. But we were out there for probably like 10, 15 hours all night, the rest of the night type shit. To the next day, to like nine or ten a.m. Ended up just making music, working on shit, uh, taking pictures and shit. They sitting in there, and the dude that was uh, recording us actually he had won two Grammys. He was in a uh, his name's Young Yogi. I got a huge shout out to Young Yogi because like wow. I ain't even gonna lie, he 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 showed love in a major way. Like for for. And, and he's super humble. Like, he's fucking verified. He was in a really big... Well, I don't really listen to heavy metal, but he was in a really big heavy metal in, like, a pop-punk band back in the day. And they're, like, Grammy Award-winning and shit. But he he was cool as fuck. And the other dude, his name was Since When, Dre Since When. He was cool as hell. That was... Uh, he was Little Peep's producer. He produced a, a lot of Peep's big shit and, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's pretty much... In a, in a nutshell, that's pretty much... How the, how the hell we was at the Grammys, I ain't gonna lie. And then, yeah, and then now we got connected with them. Uh, since when is pulling some strings, he wants me to sit down and uh, whenever I come back out there, he wants me to work on a whole album, produce by him and stuff. And then um, Yogi, he got the studio and shit, and he want, he want us to come through and just create and make music. And he's kind of like trying to help us on some artist development shit because he done been around, knows the scenes. I think he's like 32, so he got he got a lot of knowledge knowledge on it. He even been around the block type shit. So I'm I'm just I'm just thankful every day since I got back. I wake up and I'm like, bro, this shit don't even feel real. It's like it's just it's a blessing. All I do is just praying in God for real. I ain't gonna lie. Like. So you said something. You said alternative um, earlier. You said um, that it's hard for you to find venues yeah. because of the style. But then you go to the Grammys and these different styles are praised. And, yeah, and, and they how, love it. They love how, it. How, how, how is that, like trying to gauge that gap? Like, it's, it's a culture shock, I ain't gonna lie. But that's why Cali, I'll say, is one of the, I've been to a lot of places in Cali, and just being out there is one of the places where it's like, if you're creative, if you're a naturally creative person outgoing, or you have that certain energy to you, somewhere or somewhere else it might, motherfuckers might think it's weird or think it's like uh, odd or off, it's strange out there. They love that type of shit. They yeah. they eat it up. It's like, it's nuts. And that's why I, it, it, it was, it, it was a, it was a welcoming feeling. I ain't gonna lie. It was a nice feeling for real. I loved it. 
Okay, so alternative. Where did the, where does your style come from? Where was it birthed? Mm, I'd definitely say just the all, all the artists and all the people that I listened to growing up. Uh, a lot of the life experiences I've been through, uh, but but the major like the main like person that influenced me the most definitely Prince. Why Prince? Was Prince? A, he was different. He was just he, he he marched to the beat of his own drum. He was he was if somebody not like you, you could somebody you could take an unbiased person maybe to never li listen or heard of Prince and they look at him they might say oh he he seemed weird he seemed like he seemed like 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 he weird as hell but but when I hear that I'm like oh that's a compliment that's he different like and not to not really put too much mind into into what others into the into the negative focus on the positive mm -hmm. if you get a hundred negative situations but one positive situation focus on that positive situation mm -hmm. take the lessons out the negative situations that happen and it wasn't a loss it was just a it, it was a lesson which is a blessing in the in disguise that's how i look at it so if somebody wants to get introduced to your music what song I, you have i would say i know song i know that's and why that for me that's like my most versatile best uh best engineered best sounding best quality song that i have to date and i ain't gonna lie that song you could show to anybody from the age of five years old to the, to 95 years old wow. and i guarantee you they're gonna they're gonna sit there and okay yeah i, I guarantee they're gonna like it like for real and that's the only song that's one of the only songs that i've made that i'm fully 100 percent confident like that it took me a while to get to that point because like, i'm i'm real hard on myself i'm real I'm real self-critical about like the uh, the content and the shit that I that I create. That's mm -hmm. why I don't really drop too much music too often. Right. But when I do, it's it's something that I'm really sitting back like, okay, I feel like this this is the world need to hear this. So, like you say, you're very critical of yourself. Why? Why is it so hard for you to consistently be happy with the music you create? I feel like for me, it's like. For me, it 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 keeps me it keeps me uh, what's it called? It keeps me. It doesn't make make me feel uh, content or complacent. Like mm. like I'm like I'm hard headed. I like to say I'm hard headed. So like I don't I don't if I feel too comfortable in, in something that I'm doing, I'm like all right, I'm too comfortable. Then I don't got nothing else to hire to chase. Mm -hmm. So I'm like I gotta add some chaos to it. I gotta make myself oh. uncomfortable. Step step out. Like I work best in like a chaotic environment. Or if I, if I'm feeling. Uh, like like if I make a song and I'm just like alright eh, it's alright and then drop it, I, I can't do that because then I'm like okay I'm just too comfortable dropping it. It gotta be like, I, I gotta be, it gotta hit. I gotta be able to sit down and if somebody's you know other people are telling me this and that about it, I take that into consideration shit and I just do it until it feels right. And then yeah. if it don't feel right, I don't try to force it. If it doesn't flow, I don't try to you know what I mean I don't try to sit there and just because i made it i'm like oh like the song might be deep to me but then in the back of my head i'm like ah this shit ain't really that hard like you know what i mean like you make something you know like so i'm i just try to I, I try to keep that always with me try to always keep keep my mindset on doing better than i than i did yesterday type shit so how often do you record uh every every day for real really I, yeah i got a i got a lot of music i got a lot of shit i got the studio at the house now and shit too so i literally try to at least write two songs a day and if i'm not writing two songs i'm writing a couple hooks because some days i get writer's block i ain't gonna lie some days it's just like you know what i mean as an artist you'll write some of the same sounding shit and you'll just yeah. you'll want to switch it up so i'll take like a break for a couple of days and then just get back to it so tell the people what you have out now because you got an album and two mixtapes yep yep so what are they i got um blood red moon in the sky these are the uh, mixtapes 
um, started dropping them in 2019. I got Blood Red Moon in the Sky, and then I got part two of that, which is BRM2. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, it was BRM1 and BRM2 are kind of like together. They're just dropped separately. Okay. And then why? Uh, I, I dropped the first one with like a uh, like a hip hop slash like like a hip hop vibe, and then the second one that I dropped was more or less like some was was on like a. Uh, R&B slash like uh, alternative vibe right. and then the third one the uh, third volume of that which was like five songs more on some pop music and alternative stuff so wow. I like to switch it up and what did you think how did you feel about those the switch up did you feel like it was concrete in all three of them yeah I, I definitely uh, I feel like the first one definitely paved the way for like uh, first one is where I gained a lot of my traction a lot of my people like because that was the first project that I ever dropped. Never uh -huh. had no. I had one single out before then, but that was the first actual project I dropped, and it was only I think it was is it, it on six songs, and so it was just a little EP. But um, it definitely paved the way for me to to up to the point to where I'm at now for the other two. And I say that the most recent one, BRM3, that was definitely that was that was like me showing everybody like, okay, I'm not just a rapper. Boom, I'm an artist, and then yeah. putting out. How, how I truly feel, how I, you know, I mean, my artistry. So where do you feel like you are right now as an artist? I'd say I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my rock star shit. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to create, create vibes that people ain't never felt before type shit. Yeah. Take us to the studio with you. Is it like a eight hour session is it a, is it one hour um, how you go in the studio if i'm at the house usually what, what i do is i record at the house which that could be any if i ain't got nothing you said i don't need your studio <laughs> that's what you said <laughs> you, no you <laughs> usually at the house it's just until i get tired or pass out i'm just yeah, which, which that that could be two hours to 12 hours you know what i mean yeah. but if 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 i'm going to actual studio where i'm paying somebody i usually go to either zooper or uh, I've been working with Zoo Purple a lot and then uh, Source here and there. Okay. If, if I go to them, then it's usually I, minimum I do like three hours. Maximum I usually do like five or six hours because it do be expensive. I ain't going to lie. I ain't rich yet. You know what I mean? It'd be, it should be hurting the nigga pockets. <laughs> so talk about that for a second. Investing in your career, how how has that been? It's, it's definitely crucial. I would say for me it's uh, – it pays back a little bit. I'm starting to, you know, I mean, the, 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 when I first started out two, three years ago, I wasn't like I was investing, putting a lot of money into it, a lot of money on studio time, a lot of money on videos, trips, stuff like that. I wasn't really expecting no immediate return because I'm, I just love, I, I like to create, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's what makes me happy. It's the only thing that I do that actually, you know, what I mean, it's what wake, wakes me up in the morning. But now, fast forward, and now I'm doing the same, putting the same money, the same, you know what I mean? If not more putting the same effort in but now i'm starting to actually finally start to see money come coming back mm. from streams starting to get you know what i mean shit like that uh just from different 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 things being able to sell songs and stuff and it's like it's at the point where it's like that shit doesn't that's not why i do it but it feels good now it's, i'm yeah. at the point where it's like okay it's it's a plus it's like a blessing and i just and it it, just, it feels good i'm at the point where i'm like okay i'm confident and it's not it, it it's not paying the bills fully yet, but mm -hmm. it's covering, you know what I mean, a third of them type shit at this point. Like, you <laughs> I know. love it. So you made it a career. You're making yeah. it a, when did, so you so you started like at the top of like 2018. You yeah. said you kind of took it serious in 2019. Yeah. When did you think it started to take you serious? Mm, I'll say back in 
I'll say 2020. That's when I started mm. hitting the radio stations, wow. really doing the big shows. You know, what I mean, getting on. We, we would do house parties. We were throwing yeah. big house parties, and I just started no, noticing there'd be hundreds of people coming and wow. just going crazy, like going nuts. So talk about your performances, cause I, that's how I met you. Yeah, hell yeah. Performance. Yep, so yep, yep. How how is that? What does that feel for you? Um, it feels good. It's like, it it's, it like. I do. I used to do venue shows, and you know, what I mean, it, it would be rough because it, it, it'd be hard selling tickets, hard getting getting people out, getting crowds out yeah. to like the venues, or if I'm selling tickets or doing something like that. But then, the summer of 2020, I was like, I'm gonna try a different approach. I'm gonna do some underground. I'm gonna try to just throw house parties and just wow. invite everybody, and then play my music and hop up with a mic and go crazy with my with my guys and stuff. And then started doing that approach, and that that approach it that. For me, at least, it worked. That worked a lot better really? for me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Fire. But it was a lot more dangerous. I ain't gonna lie. That's the only really? thing I say. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more bullshit to come with that. That's why I don't. I don't. I stay away from the house parties now. The bars and shit. Yeah. It's, just, it's a lot of bullshit to come with that. Yeah. Okay, I feel that. So, you get a lot of energy from the people around you in your in your performances. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, would you say you're a rager? Yeah, I definitely like the rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause you could do the you could but you could sing too like you could do the melodic yeah. like Thank I didn't see both sides I'm like okay I'll fuck I'll fuck with it Thank you I'll yeah. fuck with it What do you want to be ultimately as an artist I really just I as an artist I just want to I want to create something that I want to have I want to create I want to be able to continuously create work that's just so different from other people. It's so different and weird. I ain't gonna lie, I use the word weird a lot. Not weird in a bad way, weird in a good way. Weird as in like, it's different. It's it's, it's not normal, it's not, it's crazy. It's insane, but it it makes sense somehow. And saying saying that, I say that to say this, I, 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 want, I, I want my work to be like that because I want to maybe inspire the next person, inspire the next artist, let somebody who's going through something, let them know, hey, you're not alone, just be yourself, be you, do what you do. And you know what I mean? Your time is gonna come. Everything's gonna happen how it's supposed to happen, and be patient and put in the work. You know, what I mean, that, and that's really all I want out of my work. I want to create work to inspire others and pretty much maybe maybe inspire the mind to do something great in the world type shit. You know, what I mean, that, that's really my goal out of it. Cause c coming up as an artist, when I was in that real transitional st standpoint, I, I have like you know, what I mean, people support me, but I never had like. Uh, up until like you know the past year or two i had never had like people around me that was really like you know i mean believed believed and i was like oh you really gonna do this and stuff now it's like okay you're doing it so i kind of want to be that to some maybe be that to to a crowd of people if other people let them know you're not alone like if you believe in something if you want to do it do it don't don't sit back waiting for other people to you know i mean don't 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 right. let people push you in a box step outside that box and don't don't let them put you in a label do it if it make you happy do it facts now that's the realest shit. I mean, I can go so many different places, but that's the realest shit that you could have said. Like, on, on the simple fact of like believing in yourself. Yeah. Did you always believe in yourself? Hell yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like, always, but I never got. I was. I'm never too. I'm still working on my confidence with like sharing that with the world. But like, oh, real so, shit. Yeah, yeah. That was always a big struggle. But ever since I can remember, since I was a kid. Like music is always what I want to do. I always knew I'm like I'm like I'm gonna do something with music. I'm gonna find a way to make music work and make that what I'm able to do every single day. Cause that's since I was like five. That's the only music and writing. That's the only thing that make me happy for real. I ain't gonna lie. Wow. So 
my last two questions. Take us to the first time you in a booth. Like, oh, what yeah. was that experience? Um, it was actually first time I was in the booth. Uh, it was actually with it was my it was my brother Alex. He would go by Almighty Jab. Mm-hmm. He passed away, mm-hmm. and then another artist. Uh, his name's Kevin, but he he's now signed. He signed the tribute ready. He goes by K Suave. And okay. that was back when Suave, though, he, he was rapping, but he wasn't really doing it. Alex was really the, Alex Jab, he was really the artist out of all of us. I, coming into the game, I looked up to Jab. I looked up, rest in peace to him. I looked up, like, that was, like, my big brother to the shit. Yeah. Like, he was a couple years older than me. I was, like, 16, 17. He brought us in the studio, and then Suave was the engineer. He used to, he had the MacBook wow. and shit in his basement, so he engineered us and shit. I think, you know what I mean? We'd go over there, make music and shit like that. And, but, um, yeah, pretty pretty much... Uh, what was the question you said? Like, like I'm, first time in the booth. Oh yeah, for it, it, it was nuts. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I sat down. I was at school. I wrote this whole verse. It was for a song called Savage Scars, and wrote this. Spent like a week writing this verse. Get to the booth. Um, I'm nervous as hell because I'm in the, at the time like, oh shit, I'm in the booth with Alex. Like, bro, like I don't want to mess up. Like, I don't want to like right. this. I want to make this shit look good. Like, I don't want I don't want him not fuck with me. So I'm like trying to write my ass off, writing the best shit I could think of, and. Um, so we get in the booth, we go over there over on the west side, over on Colfax place. We get over in there, uh, start recording. Alex put the hook down, uh, play it back. They're like, I'm like, yeah, this shit hard. Uh, and I, at the time, I'm still young, and I'm like 17. They're like 19, 20. So I'm young. I'm, I'm all shy and timid and shit and sitting in the cut. And then they're like, all right, all right, little ass niggas, your turn. Hop up in there. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, bet. Hop in there, get in there, put the headphones in. And this, this, back then, I used to do one takes. So I just try to boom all through it and do, do mm-hmm. one take, try to get it perfect. Now I record different. I do, I punch in line by line. But, and I actually, I actually learned that from Alex. He was one of the first ones to start from recording with him, learn that uh, from him doing that. And so I hop in there and I'm nervous as hell, but as soon as I put the headphones in, I'm just like, fuck it, everything just, I just like, I gotta flow. Got in there, started flowing. Put down probably one of my hardest rap verses to this day on there what? and took the headphones off they're like damn that shit hard they're like, they're like what the fuck they're like that shit hard like and it, it was it was just wild it's just and then that that was definitely it felt good i ain't gonna lie looking back on that to the uh first time in the studio yeah i miss it i ain't gonna lie i miss jab man i don't really talk to kevin too much we kind of like when it, like after that you know what i mean he, you know i mean we all got our own passing like that's all i'm gonna say well, man, I appreciate you being here, man. I truly want to see you win. I think it, it takes a strong person to stand on what they want to do and the sound they want to create for the world. And it has an impact in its own way. Hell and yeah. I love that shit. Like, Hell yeah, thank you. So um, it's called Get It Off Your Chest, but I just want you to just say what you need to say to the world like why do people need to listen to don darko like y'all need to listen to me because i ain't gonna lie there i keep it at the end of the day i'm gonna always keep it real i'm gonna I'm, I'm tell motherfuckers how it is i'm y'all gonna get the real version of me y'all gonna get you know what i mean but at the end of the day look look at look look at anything that any of the struggles that i might be going through that any of the bad things that i might be going through Look at me and learn. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't repeat after me. I done, I done been out here fucked up. I done did some fucked up things. I done did some great things. I done some good things. We all human. At the end of the day, remember you're human. Life is about today. You know what I mean? Listen to me. 
listen to my music really you know what i mean all i'm, all I'm gonna ask is look at my music as like a beacon to remind you to 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 try to be righteous to try to live righteous and that any day could be your last day every day you wake up healthy thank god and understand that this shit is a blessing like you know what i mean you could be here today and gone tomorrow so just make it count if you listen to my music i want you to remember that keep that in your head don't take shit for granted you know what i mean like that's how i say real shit man i appreciate you this is the king t network we out of here